UGA Football News presents today's sports report. On today's sports report, we'll talk about University of Georgia football and more. And now, here's your host of today's sports report, Chris Hall. Well, welcome to today's sports report brought to you by UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm Chris Hall, your host. And of course, we have with us today... Uh, I, I was uh, champ. I was going to read your your bio and your introduction, but I said, you know, why? Uh, it's Champ Bailey who is uh, joining us today. You played, I, but, but let me remind everyone: you played for Georgia '96 to '98. Uh, you played offense, defense, special teams, and there, uh, there, there's a rumor that you were also the the water boy on the <laughs> on the team. Uh, you you were a track star at the University of Georgia. First round draft pick by the Washington Redskins in 1999. Played uh, for Washington and Denver. Re- retired in 2014. Uh, 12-time Pro Bowl selection. Been elected to the uh, 75th anniversary All-American team uh, in college football 2015. Inducted into the Georgia Sports, uh, Georgia Sports Hall of Fame. Elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame 2019. Name one of the 150 greatest players by ESPN. Well, champ, you know, what have you done in your life? What have you? <laughs> it's so good to <laughs> have enough, you with Chris. us today. And congratulations on your election to the College Football Hall of Fame. And, and my question was when I heard about it, well, what took so long? But congratulations to you. Yeah, you know, I appreciate it. And thanks for the kind words. I, I, I sort of asked myself that question. And over the years, you know, you, I, I know I'm qualified, but there's a process I just didn't understand. I still don't understand it. And, you know, uh, according to, you know, guys that they called me, they they basically said, you know, you have to be a first team All-American at some point. And, you know, your name ends up on ballot with 1,500 other names. And, <laughs> you know, they just make a case for you. I, I, I have no idea the process. I'm, I'm just grateful I'm in. Everybody that went for me deserved to be in, so yeah. no harm foul. I, I, you know, the class that you come in with, the LaVar Arrington, you know, these are everyday One names for, uh, yeah, uh, everyday uh, names for uh, college football fans. Andrew Luck, yeah. the quarterback from Stanford coming in, Kevin Falk, uh, and, and several other guys and some, uh, yeah. some coaches. So when, 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 you, when you got the call that you were elected uh, to the College Football Hall of Fame, uh, you know, I've, I've often wondered, you know what is it? What does it? What does a guy feel like when he gets a call and they say, "Hey, you know, this is a big deal all over the nation. Everybody knows about it." It, it, it. What was your? What were your feelings? What were your emotions when you got that call that you are elected to the College Football Hall of Fame? I mean, it, it feels great. I mean, you got it. I got a call earlier in the week, right? So they made the official announcement Monday, Dave's national championship game, and you know, I'm just thinking like, and this is one of the best weeks of my life because, you know, my dog's in the championship game. I'm going into Hall of Fame. Just couldn't be better timing, you know, just a little icing on the cake. I mean, when I, when I think about, you know, what the award means, it's just, it's just that validation of all that work and, you know, all the, the grinding that it took to get to where I was in college and then the opportunity to play, play as much as I wanted to, the promises, you know, made kept by Coach Don and 
those are the things that you know I think about. Just, just overall grateful for the support I've had and continue to get just from my college community. And there's nothing like wearing that D. I mean, it's yeah. You know, being back in Atlanta and living here for about six, seven years now. I mean, there's nothing more powerful than that brand. I got you, brother. I got you. Now, you're from South Georgia. Uh, we're in South Georgia. You and I know about gnats, how to, you know, wave the gnats away and everything. I'm sure, I'm sure when uh, the news came out that you were, of course, you were elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame and there was a celebration in Folkestone, Georgia. I, I did, did. Did you hear from some of your neighbors from down home when you were elected to the College Football Hall of Fame? Yes, actually, you know, a few people reached out, you know, congratulating me. But, you know, what's funny is the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame plays such a vital role to take you back to your hometown. So I'm back home a couple times, you know, with regards to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So there, but growing up, have my, I'm right on the border of Florida, Georgia, a little small town, folks in Georgia. So believe it or not, I, I lived closer to Gainesville, Florida, about an hour and a half drive than I did to Athens. So yeah. imagine my town being split. <laughs> Gators and Bulldogs. So that's yeah. what I, that's the environment I grew up in. So that game in Jacksonville was a religious holiday where I grew up. I mean, we're 30 <laughs> minutes from Jacksonville. So it felt like the game was our backyard. It always felt good to be Florida and, and have one now, you know, after 40 something years, it, it's just, I mean, it's a blessing, man. We're lucky. Yeah, yeah it is. Of course, uh, this past Monday night, Georgia beat Alabama finally, uh, 33-18 to win the national championship for the first time in 41 years. Uh, it was it was quite a night, wasn't it? I I was I was watching it, it was. from my home. Uh, what was it to you? I, I, you know, I, I heard a lot of uh, uh, you know former uh, Georgia Bulldog players talk about how they were so involved in and and so with this team this year and now that they've won the national championship it seems like they were out there playing what were your emotions uh, when uh, georgia won that game on monday night i don't even know how to explain it you know i'm i'm still in it to be honest it hadn't settled in yet i, I just know you know and and there's a lot of truth to that statement that you know, a lot of former players are more involved, I believe, because we all feel welcome to be involved. And yeah. Kirby's made that way, you know. And I think, you know, with most of us or a lot of us out here that played with him or had some per personal relationship with him because he's a former player. I mean, it just registers differently with former players. So it, it allows us to want to be engaged. And I think we all understand as we get older the value in this brand that we built and there's a lot of people invested in this that never touched that field and we all kind of represent that g in regards to them and the school itself so i mean it's i mean it's a blessing man i mean we're so lucky so so proud to be a dog man it just feels good yeah i mean I, i've got it all on you know i've been wearing it ever since uh the game on monday night now you know you when, when Ke yeah Keely Ringo uh, made that interception. There there was a great picture of Kirby Smart jumping about six feet high, you know, and uh, he he was he was At least Keely. six feet. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was wondering, <laughs> could Champ Bailey do that today? Could could uh, could you out jump Coach Smart? <laughs> oh, you know, more than likely, yeah. I could. You know, you know, I, I'm probably half of what I was, which is probably about even. 
So there you go. I, I, I bet on myself without that. Chris. There you go. Now, uh, you know, do you have a, do you guys have a, like an open invitation maybe to, to come to some of the practices, talk to some of the current players? How, how does that work? How, how does Kirby work with former players? I mean, you know, is there an open door policy that, that you guys like you such a legacy with the university of Georgia that, you know, what kind of access do you have to the team like right now? I mean, we have plenty of access. I mean, I would, I would like to say we have full access, but I think you know, the reason, the reason it feels that way, whether we do or not, is because we can go there whenever we want. You know, yeah. we can show up and be there and just support them. But one thing, as a former athlete, you realize that the work that they do, that we want, that we want to participate in, is so important and vital. We never want to interrupt that. So yeah. I think. Yeah that's only natural so why don't you open the door for these former players and you know influencers to come in there because these young boys are so impressionable and they're gonna watch what we do and how we you know what our experiences were like before during and after we got to george so you know as they walk that path i think it's good to have some guys around like ourselves and you know Bruce made it easy and on top of that you got guys like you know Ant, who's still there Jonas yeah. Jennings, who's still there. I mean, these guys, Jonas is my roommate, my college roommate. So just having those connections in the building, it just makes everything so seamless for us. Yeah, that, that's cool. Uh, now, Monday night's game, it was a team win. Uh, it was such Absolutely. an exciting game. I mean, it was such an exciting game. Stetson Bennett, we love him, offensive player of the game. Love Zamir White, James Cook, Brock Bowers, Adonai Mitchell. The offense had a quite a quite a night, but I'm telling you, I, I, I'm telling you, the Georgia defense that was a little missing in the SEC championship game, man, did they ever show up for the national championship game? You're you 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 played offense, defense, and you know special teams, but I you you you're a defensive kind of guy, man. Tell tell me what you think about this Georgia defense. And will we ever see another defense like this at the University of, of Georgia or anywhere else? What do you think? Well, the bar is set pretty high right now. I, I don't know if we could duplicate that, but if we get anywhere close, and that's a tremendous team. This is the best defense I've seen at Georgia uniform. I mean, since I've been alive. So absolutely, man, this is, goes down as one of the all-time greats. I mean, and it's really because that front seven, you look at the guys up front and yeah. we are, we're, we got some beasts up front. And yeah. I'll say this about any team, if you want to know how good defense is going to be, look at the front seven. Yeah. <laughs> and everything else behind it sort of feeds off that. If you can't get to the quarterback, stop the run, you don't have a chance. And we were right at both. Right. And, you know, I'm just proud of them, man. Yeah, and you know, big strong and fast uh yeah. they, 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 and and i yes and i i think the defense you know took umbrage with all of the despairing things that were directed toward them after that first game with uh, alabama and the sec championship game uh, jordan davis i mean i love i love all of our defensive guys they, they, they're yeah. nicobe dean all of these guys but jordan davis have you ever seen a player that size that fast that can dominate the middle of the line 
you know, I, you obviously have a lot of experience in playing football. Have you ever seen a guy like Jordan Davis? He's a walking refrigerator to me. That's how I describe him. Yeah, you know, I got to admit, I, I played with some really good D linemen throughout my career, right? So I've seen some guys that are predominant, but the thing that sticks out about him is, you said it, his size. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I've seen a guy that swift and, and that good on his feet like he is. His lateral movements and the way he shed locks, that's stuff that coaches can't coach. Like, yeah. it's just, it's something that he's born with and he's so good at. He's, he's above, he's beyond his years and, and experience. It's good that he played in the SEC so people could see him dominate at the highest level. I think in any pick after number 10, he's a steal. So yeah. I, I'm looking forward to seeing him play in the pros. And he, he's 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 a big man chasing down quarterbacks and running backs yeah. in lateral movement. It, it really was amazing. Well, yeah. now that the championship uh, drought is broken for Georgia, you know, I, I think we're all feeling pretty positive with the recruiting, the way uh, Georgia is recruiting now, I, I, and and just the just the demands that Kirby Smart has on his staff and on the team and the culture that he has built. I don't think this is the last national championship run that uh, Georgia will have. I, I think uh, in the next few years, we may see this replicated uh, several times. What do you think? Well, you no, know, Chris, I'm about to invest in some back-to-back T-shirts. Yes. And we're going to start promoting them. <laughs> I got you. Man, yeah. Let's be a prophet. Absolutely. I'm with you. Right. We've set the bar high. This is the yep. standard now. We expect to be an SEC championship game, win or lose. We expect to be in the playoffs and yeah. win it all. Every yeah. year, that's the bar. And don't yeah. get me wrong. Of course, we're going to love our team and what they've done now. But think about when Alabama won, when Nick Say got there. They yeah. set bar. Now it's like, you know, they expect every year. It's no yeah. different here. The bar has yeah. been set. Now let's, let's keep doing what we're doing. We definitely got a good system going so just keep feeding it and, and let it take care of you you know uh, a lot has been said about stetson bennett and rightfully so you know what a story uh walk on quarterback uh, i was looking the last several quarterbacks that that won the national championship uh you know with their college teams went on to be first round draft choices in the nfl here you have stetson a walk-on uh, quarterback who believed in himself when when a lot of people were not believing that he could lead Georgia to where Georgia wanted to be. You know, I, I always liken him to, you know, uh, 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 a nerd at the library. You know, I, I used to tell people, we have a librarian who is our quarterback. But what a story and and what yeah. a testament of self-belief. Uh, your opinion of Stetson Bennett? Well, it, it always starts with yourself, right? Like the way you work, the time you put in is because you leave in something within yourself that you can get something done. So kudos to him for doing that because that's hard when everybody's telling you you can't do. Like whatever it is they said he couldn't do, he did it. And yeah. he'll always have a special place with me. He grew up in Blackshear. I grew up in Folkston. Yeah. Both South yeah. Georgia, small town teams. Our high schools play each other. So I've always been a big fan of his, rooting for him because of where we grew up. And you know, I'll send him a little note from time to time, just like, just encouragement. Yeah. Just just something, you know, yeah. just let him know we're watching, we're behind him. 
never pressure. And whether I put it on him or not, the guy, he finds a way to overcome. I'm so proud of him, man, because he represents a lot more than just, you know, that G, man. People down back home, they know where he's from and, and what he's all about, and he's representing well. Yeah, uh, what a story. Now, you played back in, uh, you know, the, the late uh, 1990s. Today, uh, from then to now, in college football, you know, today we have NIL. Who in the world heard of NIL, uh, you know, a couple of years ago? Now we have the transfer portal. Now we, we and now, how has the game changed on the field and off the field since you played the college football game? How has it changed since the late 90s till now? I, and I may need to give you an hour or two to answer that question because yeah. it's, it's changed a lot, hasn't it? Well, I, I, it has changed, but I like to use the word progress. You yeah. know, I think in business or anything that you're doing for a long period of time, you have to make progress. Things yeah. have to change. You have to be innovative because, you know, opportunities and things like that and, you know, information, everything sort of changes. Now these kids are very aware of the business of football. Everybody understands. There's so many people with their hand in the cookie jar, except the guys that are putting the work. And, you know, I think, you know, just my opinion, I, I feel like the NCAA at this point have bought themselves some time to not pay for play. Like, yeah. it, it is what it is. They, they don't pay for play. They're allowing these kids to monetize their likeness, which is great. I think yeah. any kid that builds up their likeness the way that these kids do, they deserve to be compensated fairly. Now, as a school, I do believe that they have some responsibility to make sure these kids aren't taken advantage of. Right. I think holistically, I think of business, think of myself and how long I played in the NFL. I was not prepared for the business world until the little part of my career. Now, what if I retired at year eight? Now I'm out here with no business education, understanding, you know, where our value really lies, you know. And there's some guy that had great careers, Hall of Fame careers that played short, short span in the NFL. I, those conversations I have with them, and man, I wish I would have had more. I wish I would have been taught more. These schools have opportunity to teach these guys things beyond the game that are much more valuable than just football itself. Football opened the door, now it's like, okay, how do I learn more about how to take care of myself, my family, and build a legacy and build wealth sustainable past my time? That's the type of mindset that these kids need to have now going forward because the information is there. Just keep pushing for the right thing and the thing that they know that they earn and make sure that they get. And I support that thing 100%. You know, I, I, I just hearing you talk and, and you know, people, I, idolize so much uh, football players and you know, college football players, NFL football players. But I'm thinking these are young men. You know, these are young men. A lot of them come maybe some from uh, some challenging backgrounds. And all of a sudden they have fame and they have the opportunity to make money. You know, maybe you ought to start a business and, and, and get around these guys and say, look, <laughs> this is what I've learned. I mean, it, 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 it is sometimes you hear the sad stories about somebody who was so yeah. successful, made a lot of money, and now he doesn't have anything uh, because he wasn't able to manage it. Um, yeah, you know, it's happening more now than ever that these, that these guys are being reached out to 
five point players. The good thing is you don't necessarily have to have a direct relationship to get to them. You know, there's social media, you know, there's there's different channels that, that give you access to these guys. It's just we gotta just speak up more and, and, and give them the information they want. It does help to be a personal mentor on some level to some of the guys. I, I I encourage them to all reach out and just grab mentors where they see fit. There's a lot of them out there that want to be mentees. So I, I, I be mentors. So I expect, you know, as we go forward, these guys are gonna get smarter, smarter, sharper, and understand the value in what they're building. You know, I, I gotta think the NCAA really hates a lot that's going on these days. And like you say, they're buying time. The NIL, oh, the transfer you know, anywhere, portal. Somebody, you know. somebody has to take money out of their pocket. I mean, at some point. But here's the thing. Is it fair that you make it all yourself? Like, let's really be fair. It's about fairness, right? right. Let's be fair. But there's enough to go around. I mean, there's yeah. enough to go around. And yeah. you want to pay people that earn the right to be paid. That's, yeah. that's the bottom line. So let's focus on that. Absolutely. Well, tell me a little bit about what Champ Bailey is doing these days. I know you're you're a champion on the field, but these days also I I know you're a champion in the business world as well. Tell us a little bit about what Champ Bailey is is doing, what you're involved in, and uh, your your businesses that you're involved. In. Yeah. Well, oh God, this is such a loaded question, Chris. <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what I don't do? I don't limit myself from what I get involved in. Right. You know, opportunities come in abundance, but, you know, usually when, when I get involved with a company and I've realized this over the last maybe five to 10 years is you more invested in the people, right? It's right. not really the business. Most businesses are going to work because nobody ever started or think to start it. But what sustains it is the people and the culture that you build. So just understanding right. how to evaluate people and you know, my network and understand what the value is in my network. So with that being said, I work with uh, a medical cannabis company called True League, Georgia. They just were awarded a license in Georgia. You know, I have ownership stake in that company here and I'm working as their chief diversity officer. So that's one thing. I work with P-State Health Plan, who's a subsidiary of Centene Corporation. And, you know, just to give a little backstory there, I realized that Centene was working with a former teammate of mine, Daryl Green. Yeah. All the way to the first ballot Hall of Famer when I got to Washington. Now he's my mentor, day <laughs> in, day out. So yeah. what do you think I do when I retire? Follow his footsteps even more. Like, I'm not gonna stop the thing that got where I am. So here we are working together outside of the game. So those are two things I'm involved in. I'm also gonna, you know, be investing in some some different companies to, to help with some of these players and their NIL deals. Also, I know we're going to be working together here at GA Football News, trying to you know, build a company, a good new company that's backed by this G. I mean, we all know the power in that brand. So, you know, I'm just looking forward to some new opportunities and you know, where things take me. I'm all out the process. So I like to dig in and, you know, I'm a behind the scenes kind of guy. And, you know, I just like to see things come to fruition and really put a good team together and, you know, have your good ideas and goals and see them, you know, see things kind of happen. Yeah. And, and uh, at UGA Football News, I didn't know whether to bring that up or not. You know, we, we're still in the process hey, of working together. But, we, you know, Chad Bailey. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Champ Ailey now on board with UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram and our uh, today's sports report. We don't know where we're going to go, but we're going to get there. And, uh, you know, because we love UGA. We love you. We love UGA. And uh, and, and it's, it's for me, it's a wide open universe. Uh, you right. know, I, I enjoy what I do. And, and to be able to be involved with the University of Georgia that we all love, and I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to your mentorship for me and uh, and uh, for our and vice president. Oh, yeah. oh my God! I don't. There's nobody I come across that I don't feel like I can learn from. So, man, look, I, I'm trying to learn as much as you're trying to learn from me. So, well, <laughs> Jim, me, we I, I, I teach each other. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> Well, listen, I, you know, I know you're a busy, man. Thank you for coming on our program today. Again, congratulations. Now, the Thank induction you. ceremony, I understand, is uh, December the 6th, if I if I yes. remember yes. correctly. And uh, in New York, yeah. you know, I think they moved it last year, but he said they are planning to do it. You know, I think they got the right protocols in place to make things happen now. Now, the Pro Football Hall of Fame is in Canton, Ohio. The, the College Football right. Hall of Fame is in Atlanta. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So there you go. Wow. You know, Atlanta, that's dog territory. So there you go. <laughs> so now listen, the, the back-to-back shirts are coming out, right? So uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll let everybody See, know about that, okay? I like that idea, though. You I like, like that, that idea. idea. Let's go for it. Hey. hey, I'm all about putting pressure on and being optimistic. It's all that fun, man. We, we want to win. And let's Absolutely. not be shy about it. You know, uh, speaking of that, just real quickly, uh, already, they have the projections for next football season. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, top 25 projections for uh, for the next season. Uh, Alabama, number one. And, you know, you can understand that. Bryce Young and all that got, crew yeah, coming back. You got back. the Heisman Trophy coming yeah. back. As long as he's there, they're going to be top three no matter and, what. And Will Anderson and all that, you know, they're, they're, they're top ten. Oh, God, yeah. It, yeah. Is that a, a junior at least? Yeah, you know, he, that guy got we need to usher him piece. out the door. What a beast. He's overachieving. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you got Ohio. I noticed Ohio State number two, which is perennially, you know, they're going to be, you know, uh, Ohio State, Notre Dame's always going to be up there. Georgia yeah. number three. The big question, I suppose, uh, for Georgia is, is going to be again at the quarterback position. Now, Stetson Bennett's eligible for another season because of the pandemic, but Caleb Williamson, you know, the Oklahoma quarterback. Now there's uh, rumblings that he's looking uh, at Georgia. That uh, Here we go. We're going to have a fun off season, aren't we? <laughs> look, these are the best problems a coach can have. Right? Yes. You got the pick from all these different talented quarterbacks at that. Yeah. That's not something Georgia's used to. So let's take advantage of it while we can. Now, we all know that they're all not going to stay. Like, yeah. somebody's leaving. It's just yeah. it's, it's the reality. There's too many teams out there that need quarterbacks. Yeah. But we're going to lose one. I'm anxious to see, to be honest. I want, I'm want. i anxious to see Brock play. Yeah. And and I'm anxious to see this Gunner Stockton, how they progress. Yeah. Yeah. These are two talented young players. Yeah. How do they not play? Yeah. Right? Like, how do they not play? I don't and know. you got Vandergriff. You got Vandergriff uh, yeah. sitting in there, and the, you know, uh, in the in the quarterback room, uh, you know, and and you hate lo- to lose players. I hate it when I, I hear one of our players have gone has gone into the transfer portal. But I can really understand it. You know, they want to play, and they they evaluate where they are. You know, in in the different rooms in the different positions. You got and a small come, window. Yeah. You got a small window. Yeah. 
And, so, you know, I know a lot of people get frustrated off this transfer portal. At, if these coaches are moving around, right. I mean, you got to give these players a right to move around as well. Absolutely. <laughs> it can't, and, you know, you can't have it both ways. And, you know, you lose some and then you gain some. Yeah. You know, you, you, you lose some talent, but then you gain some talent. And Absolutely. and that's the way it is in college football these days. <laughs> Believe it. It's the way it uh, is, right? <laughs> yes. Well, champ, I can't tell you what a great pleasure and a privilege it's been to talk to you, especially this week with your election to the College Football Hall of Fame. You're already a Hall of Famer in Pro Football, Georgia Sports Hall of Fame. You're a Hall of Famer in our hearts. You're a legacy, uh, great uh, Georgia player. And uh, to have you on our program is such a wonderful privilege. And uh, we look forward to working with you here in the uh, days to come to see where we go uh, with UGA Football yes, News. And it's going to be fun. And it's, it's Yes, sir. Really I'm looking forward to it, man. I appreciate guys. You know, we love that G yep. just the same. And yeah. you know, I think if we keep our mind on that, everything else will fall into place. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Champ, for being with us. And we always close our program with... Go dogs! <laughs> Go dogs! This and previous editions of today's sports report can be found at UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram, on many leading podcast apps, and at todayssportsreport.com. Be sure to join us for our next program as we keep you up to date with University of Georgia football and more. Until then, be safe and go dogs! Oh.